I don't know if that many people even know about the first album. And that was the big one. So, talking about the second album might be a bit tougher, actually. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me take you on a trip down memory lane. There was a band called Duran Duran. Remember them? They're still going. I wonder how they're doing. Rather well, I hear. But in their pomp, they decided to take some time off. And two of the band, and the band split, not two of the band, the band split to create two side groups. One of the groups is called Arcadio and Nick Rhodes, the um, keyboard player and Simon Le Bon uh, singer, went one way, and Andy Taylor and, um, and John Taylor went the other way. I don't know, I don't know where, where the drummer Roger went. I don't know where he went. He didn't go to either of them, I don't think. Or was he in Arcadia? Anyway, Arcadia was not the kind of thing I was interested in. It was glacial dra- pop drama, and I wasn't. I didn't think there were any kind of hooks on it. However, the other side was something very, very different, and I loved it right from the beginning. We're talking, of course, about 1986. I think it's 90. Was it 1985? Um, no, it's 84. I had to check that. It's 84. And what they did was, these two erstwhile Duranis, they brought in Tony Thompson, former chic drummer, got big, big drum chops, big sound, and Robert Palmer. Smooth, fun, sneaking Sally through the alley, etc., etc. Vinegar Joe, etc., etc. This is before might as well be your not my favorite track of his but his success or comeback success i suppose is sometimes attributed to this band and i'll talk more about that in a minute this is of course a band called the power station they took the name from the uh, rec- the recording studio where they recorded this album and it's got those great tracks on Some Like It Hot it's got a great version Some Like It Hot and you will sweat when the heat is on those big big drums great really good sheet like guitars but great rock chops as well rock solos from Andy Taylor who would have known he was a rocker eh we knew that after this and uh, great bass great bass lines from um from John Taylor as well, really well done. So, that's a great album, and it did very well. A lot of people at the time liked it. I think people have forgotten about it now. I still love it, I still listen to it. It's got a great version of Get It On, Bang A Gong. Who ever thought that, and I've got a big strict rule about this, haven't I? People who know who listen to the Steve Swiss Rambling Reviews will know about this. Either I think you should do something different, totally different with the song, which is that you should strip it away, keep the kernel of the song, make it totally different, and you, and make me think, wow, that's something, never, never thought the song could sound like that. Or you do it exactly as it was written, but you do it better. That's very difficult to do, really. And um, this doesn't do either of those things. And yet I still love it. It just adds loads of rock to it. With a, um, with a big bass solo in the middle of it, but those big... Andy Taylor rock solos as well. Great. There's great stuff here. 
there's some really nice um some really nice smooth stuff as well and after this they played live aid as well the american leg of live aid and i think that um they started on tour or they set out to do a tour and the the what's thought is that well, Robert Palmer said he didn't want to do the tour. And it's thought that he, um, that was because of his career setting off again on track. He, he recorded Riptide, of course, that album, uh, with quite a lot of, with, with members of the power station. And it became popular and that was on his mind. It's thought, I don't know, but it's thought, and he, he isn't, sadly, isn't here to tell us these things. So Michael Desbarres took over on the tour. And I always thought that the next album, yes, there was a next album, was the album they released after um, the first album. And Robert Palmer saw on it, of course. And then the tour after that was the one that, or from that, was the one that Michael Desbarres came in on, but seemingly not. I'd missed this completely and I love this album. I was listening to it today and thought, I need to tell people about it. You must go and listen to it. Um, this album was a long time after the Power Station album, which came out in, 80, in 85, really. Recorded in 84, came out in 85. Um, did well in the US. Number 12 in the UK, six in the US. Not bad at all, that. This one didn't chart and it's 11 years after that album came out. It's 1996 and the original members are back. They were supposed to be back, but um, it, uh, it was a, there was a problem because John Taylor was going through some personal problems at the time, so Bernard Edwards stepped in. Well, if you're gonna have someone stepping in, with that kind of big bass sound. Bernard Edwards is your man, isn't he? From Chic, of course. Um, but, and, and they didn't, they didn't, um, they did tour, but not with, but without Bernard, because sadly he'd passed away. Passed away in Japan, didn't he? Um, and they had second guitarist Luke Morley from Thunder, who I love and revere as a band on there. So this was, the, this was the last thing that they did, really. Um, and you'd think it was perhaps something that was warmed over. You know, a little bit warmed over and nothing really very special. There is a version of Taxman on here. You know, Taxman, yeah, all of that. But that's the last track here and you don't need to listen to it if you don't want to because it's pretty run-of-the-mill. Apart from that, though, this is blooming great. What they did was, the Power Station always had real rock chops and real funk, and I love that. I love Extreme. I love bands like, um, well, Book Cherry do that a bit, and Reef certainly do that, and I love all that. And who else? Electric Boys, that kind of, love all that. Um, and I think that well, a lot of people think that this is a more coherent album than 
the first album, which is simply called The Power Station. I don't think it is, but I think it's got more... I think it's got... Less showy tunes, but probably better tunes, actually. It's got some of the, the rockiest stuff that The Power Station have ever done. So, She Can Rock It is a really... Um, a really glammy rock track with real bump and grind to it. It's got that kind of riff. Really, the, the drums, by the way, um, the way they're recorded is less resounding than the first album. And that's a shame. But it's more of a coherent whole, probably. But the track Living in Fear just slams in. It's enormous. It's monolithic. It's such a huge, huge track. It's big classic rock, Led Zepp type, type stuff. It's great. And Dope is almost a rock cacophony. It's got some massive chops. The kind of, I mean, the places they didn't go on the first album, which has more horns on there and this has less of that. But, um, that was a smoother soul feel with some rock. This is rock with a soul feel. I really like that. But you've also got um, Notoriety, which is a is a lovely big beating. The, the drums are right to the to the forefront of this, and the drums and bass are really driving this on. It's got a real soul feel to it. And then there's a lilting, beautiful lilting track, Scared, which is just which has a, a lovely. Um, it's kind of like the, the, the riff is kind of like being in a hammock. It's, it's beautifully, it just moves back and forward. There is a superb version of Let's Get It On. I mean, I love the original, but this, with the addition of the bass at the bottom of that driving it on, is lovely. And it, it stays for about seven minutes, and it can stay there for as long as it likes, because I love it. Then there are some tracks which are a bit off-kilter, like Fancy That, which just has a, a big slamming slamming beat with a kind of um with jabs of horns in there it's very it's very 80s sounds very 80s and shut up this which has got a circular kind of sucking beat to it um with with insistent insistent horns as, as we're being told to just shut up it's anger reindeer anger the whole thing uh, it, it's a great great um a great album this You've got Life Forces, which is, um, is a smooth soul feel and a lovely, um, really big, I mean, I mean a huge sink, sink into this ballad, Love Conquers All. This is an overlooked jam. If you like the Power Station, and you might do if you're as old as I am, then, and you've missed this, and you're really missing a trick. If you don't know about the Power Station, go back and listen to that first album, Definitely missing a trick with that. And then enjoy this as well, because it's slightly different. But that, that songwriting, those, those songs are just fantastic. Rock with a funk edge. First is funk with a rock edge. How can you miss out? How can you lose? With these two albums, you definitely can't. Have a listen to this. I reckon you will love it. Ta-ta.